is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Good to have your company on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Episode 41, Series 7. Craig Cutchison, Damien Barrett with you in the South Bank Studios. And you've got the look of you, Craig Cutchison, of someone who's about to jump on a plane. I am heading north today for a bit of work, Damo. How are you? Nice to speak to you every Monday morning, as you like to say. You like to give people a time reference. Silly. Even though that's the most irrelevant thing in a podcast ever. You still like to let people know when we're recording. It's not irrelevant for this show, Archie, because we can say things right now. And as we talk, it is 7.07am on the Monday. There it is. There it is. Now, we can say things at 7.07 on this particular Monday. They can be dead but in three hours' time. You, so people need to know the context around time. And you worry about things changing, people not knowing when we're recording, how they might view our views. So, I, do, I do worry about that, so yeah. you conservative. There you go. There's the cynicism. <laughs> now, we know after That's a big sport... That's not cynicism, Hutchie. It's just uh, prep. We know after big sporting events, Damo, that there can be fallout. There can be a huge postscript. It can, for the there loser. There can be crisis meetings. There can be people gathered the morning after what went wrong. The world was watching last night... And how did it go? all come apart at the seams so late in the tournament for us? What are we going to do next? Do we need to reinvent our entire leadership on the back of this? And I suspect, Damo, after last night's World Cup, with the world watching right around the world last night, the bomb, the Weather Bureau, I've caught a crisis <laughs> meeting this morning. I thought you were going to the Pakistan cricket team, but I thought, oh, they're okay. The, on the back of the branding saga, Damo, <laughs> yeah. which put them in global lights when they spent <laughs> like four consultants in to say that we needed to no longer be called the bomb. The bomb. We needed to go back to being respected as the Bureau, the Bureau. of Meteorology because we are to be respected. We are to be revered. We stand above society and the community. And last night, yep. when the Bureau forecast, Damo, 25 mil of rain. Get this. A 100% chance of heavy rain. <laughs> Was it 100? 100%. <laughs> okay. I saw 75% of, of a lot of rain, but not 100%. A room of, a room of cynics who, get it, who are there to get it right on the biggest day. People getting up every 20 minutes in Pakistan and England, Google search, refresh. Anything new in the bomb. Is this, is it, this and, shower pass? They said, don't forget about 98%, Damo. 100. This is 100 this is a hundred banger. Well, again, if you do refer to them, Hutchie, as the Bureau of Meteorology in the first reference, thereafter they can be just referred to as the Bureau. Yep. So that was their uh, edict. How does that um, go down this morning, Damo? Well, they woke up well, 8 o'clock Monday morning. They'll console meeting. themselves because there has been, and I did check this a few moments ago, 14 mils of rain overnight. So they were just a few hours out. Damo, the, 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 yesterday was their grand final. Yeah, it was. They actually. had to get the weather forecast right. <laughs> Where was a three o'clock standby game on today? They were saying it's unlikely that game gets away. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone last night's. And I've noticed too. I saw people put zinc cream on their face last night. It was so warm. We, we all have each way bets in life, don't we? And and how we present ourselves because we give ourselves the out, don't we? We condition for yep. a certain scenario, but we like to sort of oh, but just in case that doesn't happen. What they're doing recently is a range of rain. It used to be like up to 25. Now it's 5 to 25. Oh, yeah, now, no, now yeah. what does that mean? Well, it, and yesterday it was zero. It's going to get worse. <laughs> like, whoever put their name to the 100% won't be there by 5 o'clock, I don't think. Oh, no, no. That, and, that's not the way the bomb, the, sorry, the Bureau of Meteorology works. There, there will be no ramifications for this, actually. That, know, no. It's a government body. <laughs> They're not going to be. <laughs> there'll be a lot of. There'll be no heads. A lot of people covering, this. you know. Yeah. Uh, we, we took advice from old mate, and he, he turns yep. down the corridor to, to, to old mate. And, yeah. and instead of it being a once-in-a-hundred-year storm, Hunchy, it, it was a once-in-a-hundred-year, as in prediction, that we couldn't get 
wrong, yeah. but, but we did. It, once in 100 years. Yeah. The, I think the, the days of them calling it 100%, it'll be the last time 100% ever gets put out, I reckon. Listen, Dave, if we could do look, hindsight, give ourselves a little room on that I, stuff. Look, I probably did, as I'm assuming you did, and a lot of other people did, they, they were benefited greatly by that band coming down either side of Melbourne. I mean, there, there was a lot of rain either side of Melbourne to, get, canceled, to give them an out. People cancelled plans yesterday. To give, them, to give them an out, the wind just pushed the rain beautifully away from Melbourne itself, Hutchie. You know what I'm thinking? As we're talking here, quarter past seven, yeah. who were the early arrivers at the bomb at the office this morning? And what's the, what's the vibe in the floor? You know, someone walks in and goes, morning. Do we mention yeah. it? Do we mention it? Or we just move on? Um, went, out, went out there. Yeah, at last. The boss in yet? What about the... No, uh, what, what time do you reckon he's in? Oh, eight get, o'clock. What, how are we going to play this? What about Ben Stokes? Hey, how good was Ben Stokes? <laughs> <laughs> Move the conversation on, Hutchie. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, uh, I don't know how they handle it this morning. That's, I would expect that we get a full... Trans- they're transparent in business day, mate. No, they're not. There'll be a full... <laughs> no, they're not, Hutchie. No. Hey, hey, before we get on to politics... By the way, I know you were worried about the game because that's our specialty, yeah. politics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> international. I know. That's what, I know that's where you're about to go. I was going to go there at some stage. Can I just add a little um, media light relief on the front of this before we get into the serious stuff? <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Archie. It's half your show. You know, we, you and I are quite fascinated by the TV sound grabs. <laughs> well, you are. I've, by association, become fascinated by it, and yeah. you've uh, introduced a few listeners into the uh, and, equation. And Mitch, we saw Mitch Cleary during the week with a classic frame-me-in on Connor McKenna, one of the great frame-me-ins. You could just make out Connor in the shot if you took a close enough look. <laughs> and, um, and, and we'll come back to Mitch in a minute. There's a new type of a person. I, I thought I'd seen it all. There was a new, there's a new type of person emerging in the TV news grabs. Right. And I've, you know, you, you and I have done, or well, you've done less TV newsrooms than me, but I'll, yep. I feel like I am can go back to the old days and explore some of these themes. In-state politics demo, this is what happens. There's an announcement in a minute, right? So we're going to announce this. Particularly this in we're going to invest election here. We're going to take a level yep. crossing out of there. We're going to do this. We're going to put a new street in here. And generally speaking, the local minister's the one trying to get elected, right? Yep. The area, or the um, the sorry, the um, the specialist, and then you got someone higher up, i.e., the premier or the you know treasurer, bring some clout to the bring some clout. Yep. And what's happening is they get the they end up getting the ten second news grab. Yep. The premier because they're the bigger name of the two. So what you're finding now, and I've seen it three times in the last week, and what I'm going to encourage everyone to do is hashtag this in a moment for next month. I'm going to call them out. Yep. We are seeing the emergence of the background nodder. Yeah. The but, background nodder is in full flight in this state election. And what the yeah. background nodder is doing... This person, though, has been around for long many, time. many, many years. They have, but they... I'd go with dozens of years. They, what they do is they get in a, a line behind the person most likely to be in the said grab on the news. Yep. They almost form a, a it's C. It's a V. Almost a V. A v. Oh, C, you reckon. A C okay. or a V yeah. around them. I reckon the good ones actually line up with the, the main camera person. That I reckon they're in on where the angle is. Where the shot is. Yeah. 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 You might be right on that. And then they nod furiously, knowing Got that nod. in the 10 seconds on the news, Got when the Premier is watching themselves tonight, <laughs> they're seeing the background nodder, agreeing with them. <laughs> Here we go. Background nodding along. So just nod along in the background. <laughs> so Jane found an example of elbow in the background of uh, Dan Andrews. Dan Andrews has turned the elbow on a background nodder. That's how much he loves the front, front and centre, Dan. But there's a lot of ministers. like, And I've seen double background nodders at times. Yep. 
People yeah. get one over the left shoulder and one over the and right. You know what the, the, the big background nodders are? If you can get the school kids involved as the nod component. There was a I saw a launch during the Ooh. week. Yeah. There was a school is that, is that a school? I think it was a basketball court or a basketball stadium. And the kids were in the background nodding. Now they were oblivious to the political arrangements around the uh, said event, but but they not along effective yep. nodders. Yeah. Listen, kids, there's yep. a one point five million dollar upgrade coming to this uh the good news is we're getting an extra bat, uh, basketball court. The bad news is you have to nod for five or six minutes during the interview. <laughs> How's the uh, – I want to I get your so thoughts. Be, hashtag background nodders. We're putting the call out to everyone, particularly the state election in Victoria, but anywhere really when you see a press conference. And if you see some background nodders, hashtag, hashtag background nodder, when we want to, and we'll share the video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get your thoughts soon, Hachi, on the American elections, which are ramped up with the, the midterms. Yep. Mid-terms. Oh, yes. But before we get you there. You're trying to do this because you know I'm not very knowledgeable on it. And so you try and, this has got your version of gotcha journalism. No, 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 no. I don't try and get you, Hachi. You get yourself. I don't need to do that. But actually, we'll start with that because I want to get to the local Victorian well, elections soon. But, but, I, don't, I don't want to say I told you so. But you told us so. But, mate. I was on the I was on the DeSantis train very early in the sounding board process. Now it's, it's Ron DeSantis. Yes. Yes. And who's he? He's the governor of Florida, and he's running for the Republicans. Yes. Yes. Well, Keep are, going. are we really there still? Are we? Is that what? Is that? Is that? We need to get you up to that speed, do we? Well, <laughs> I, I feel a bit better about my lack of knowledge now. Well, keep going. We had a he had a massive win on a night when the Republicans had a had a pretty poor night given the. The history of midterms is a swing against What's the incumbents. Was it going to be the big red wave? Yeah. Well, it, you would have thought there'd be a swing against the incumbents because Biden's approval rating is 40%. Right. And there's a swing against the incumbents anyway, let alone the, the dissatisfaction in. And it was widely perceived as a – in fact, the New, New York Post called it Trumpy Dumpty. They've turned hard on Donald. By the way, we'll come back to that. Uh, Rupert's turned hard. Uh, Don, who couldn't build a wall, had a great fall. Can all the GOP's men put the party back together again? It was the front page of the New York Post. DeSantis emerged. Right. New York Post and the New Zealand papers have, have gone with the future. So they've backed that train in. He lacks the... And so they've, they've ditched Donald, the New York they, it, Post. Not only ditched him, it's been one of the great U-turn um, and drop-off at the last train stations you've ever seen. In a, so Murdoch's ditched absolutely, his man. Absolutely chips in on the new guy. Wow. And has dropped Donald off at the. He, Donald has uh, been cast aside sharply, sharply by News Limited. Yeah, that's big, big in itself, isn't it? Well, it's isn't. And then the future he's been labelled, and the best line that he had, not not that um, from a media sense, not from a, what I agree or disagree with, but from a media sense, was he's, uh, DeSantis said, "Florida is where woke goes to die." <laughs> now that's a line that's going to cut through to <laughs> the base of the Republicans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that uh, he's got this Trump Trump issue on his hands, and that he knows that the the MAGAs won't go out and vote if they feel too disenfranchised. But then he's got Donald Donald called him an average politician with a with a fantastic PR team or something like along those lines. So, so hang on, so, so Trump, by your reckoning, is going to run for in 2024? Well, I think he was the press conference was scheduled to be this week. Whether he pulls it, I would think it has to get pushed out that now, doesn't it? Well, be it would that be at the Four Seasons um, landscaping business or whatever it was, that they called it. <laughs> not the Four Seasons yeah, Hotel, which was magnificent, or whatever, it? whatever name it was. Um, then, okay, a couple of bit. And then as a last one, there. I think they hang on to the Senate, didn't they? So that's yeah, they hang on to one of the two houses, of the Democrats. So, so yeah, it's it gets really interesting from here. 
Does it get really interesting from here in the Victorian state election, Hutchie? Give me a really take on it, by the way. I just want to know what where we're meant to vote when we get the voting cards for the News Limited party. <laughs> well, they're running. They're, 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 <laughs> they're clearly running. No, I'm not. They'll be handing out how to vote cards. Peter Blunden... Tom oh, no, they'll be handing out how to vote cards. You're, in, you're in uncharted water. You're on your own here. You're on your own. Well, I understand the attempt at humour. I'm actually being serious. They are a political party. I just want to know what, who I'm, where I'm meant to put them on I, my ballot paper. I, I think even they would concede that they are not fans of Daniel Andrews yeah. and that has ramped up significantly in recent weeks. Well, there's a new health minister, clearly. Shadow health right? minister. Shadow health minister. Yep. Michael Warner is going to embrace the, the health minister portfolio because well he's on you know he's he's worried about a certain person's back injury that he had a couple of years ago a few years ago um, or early this whenever it was twelve months ago how he fell down some stairs and he doesn't buy that story apparently and now there's um, he's on the ambulance slow ambulance attendance times yeah so he he could take over the portfolio. <laughs> so you reckon he's part of the, you reckon the you reckon the Hun is the opposition. I tell you what, they're they're a well, they're, they couldn't be doing more them. in their own papers and online presences than than what they've been trying to do, have they? Trying to back Matt, have not they, Matthew. Have Matt. they landed more punches than Matt guy. Yeah, how would you score the? If you of of the four of the four groups that are trying to land blows on Dan, the Greens, the Teals, the, the teals Liberals, tr- and the Huns. <laughs> the Huns. <laughs> Who's landed the more punches? The Huns. Is that the name of the party? The Huns. The Huns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's landed a punch, have they? As much as as much as no. he's been so, I would have thought looming yep. as punchable leading into this election. But he's, uh, we say that um, figuratively. Not, no, no, not no, we don't. I, they are a political party, Hutchie, yeah, and yeah. They, the only thing that they won't be is on the ballot paper itself. So I, I like I, the attempt to humour is is admirable. Hey, um, I just do an apology last week, by the way. Um, now you're, since you mentioned it, I was we were talking about the coverage of the election, and I and I did brush over the IBAC. Situation. Actually, you did. Yeah, and I do owe Paul Sakal an apology. Who is the journalist at the Age? Yep. Who broke the story that the premier was uh, subject to a investigation into a further allegation of uh, uh, of a grant going out to the Health Workers Union. Right. And that was the the fourth, I think, the fourth corruption investigation along the way. You you attributed um, that breaking of that story to the little the, the political party. I, I, I did yeah. misattribute that, so I, I apologise. That both both. The I age... should have picked you up, but I wasn't hundred percent sure on on who broke it. But Paul Sakalhati has had a good. Uh... He he's tracking. Oh, no, no, I was, I was nearly going to say something about Winks. There, he's not. No one's in that race, but it, but he's going well. He's going well. He, he's a Group One. Journalist. Yes, yep. absolutely is. In a city full of very good Group 1 journalists at both The Age and The Herald Sun, to be fair. Paul uh, broke the story. I didn't actually realise that, that that's the Supreme Court injunction preventing that story uh, got up. So that, that, that with, like, so even though that story has been reported, it hasn't actually been reported, reported. Only a version of it that is publicly able to be reported. Right. Because the Supreme Court injunction got up and... The, the the good stuff was withheld by the Supreme Court. Like like so much stuff is in this country, and particularly this state, Hutchie. The control over the information that comes through the courts and other bodies yep. withheld regularly. So do you do you feel that is 
that is unreasonable, the Supreme Court. That's just a legal oh. act, right? Are you <laughs> going to criticise them now? No, I, I, I do party? think it's unreasonable, but I, again, my level of expertise in this in law, Hutchie, yep. I, uh, I'll be better off not saying too much because I don't have any. By, um, the, by the way, we should, uh, since you've you know, caused untold damage to us with your jokes about the News Limited in Victoria today, <laughs> you might as well make one good, good thing. Well done to, the, to everyone involved in the News Awards. <laughs> with 100% of... News, once again, taking out the key awards in the news. Award. The Herald Sun won Best Melbourne-based paper. Congratulations. The Daily Telegraph Mirror won Best Sydney-based paper. Fantastic. And the Kerry Mail again for the 10th year in a row took out the Best Queensland-based paper. Who won Best Political Party amongst the, oh, right. the mustheads? I'm going with the Herald Sun. I, I like the News Awards. That's something we we might consider doing for ourselves here. No, Hutchie, you forget the, the, the News Awards are the origins of the Soundies. Yeah. We've had this yeah. conversation on air have. last Many year. So, we have it every year. We, no, but we've only introduced yeah. the Soundies, I think, is right. it one year ago, Jane, or maybe, two, maybe yeah. last year. So that that was the origin of the Soundies, the, yep. Soundie board, the Sounding Board Awards. We call them the Soundies. And, yep. and they will return in about... Three weeks' time when we have our final episode of the year in Series 7, aren't you, of the Soundies Awards? The Soundies are back. Yep. The Soundies are back. And uh, we will give ourselves awards, like News Limited. We will. <laughs> what do you want this year? What, are you trying to go back-to-back? Back uh, I've or? been asked to present this year <laughs> for the Soundies, <laughs> which, is, which is an honour, really, <laughs> that we've asked ourselves to make that presentation. So did, I, did you I go immediately, back to back I immediately said yes. Well, I, I'd said, I've said a few times this year, you're in career best sounding board form. Yeah. So I, you are a shoe-in for the MVP of the sounding board. Yeah. Uh, taking out the trash, well done, St Kilda. Yeah. Great effort Friday afternoon. They look, they look through the situation. We've got a few people setting this element in, didn't we, about it taking out the trash. It was, it was 3.26 on a Friday, relatively early. for It was an early rubbish dump, wasn't it? It was two hours more than they would have liked in hindsight earlier, but albeit right day. Good day. I think. Mindful that a lot of journalists go and leave after and don't care after and, Cup Week, <laughs> yeah, or recovering from Cup Week, and obviously there's, there's a bit of World Cup complacency, and there's you know like they I think they got the day pretty much spot on. Yep, I think they're two hours early in hindsight. They did give people time to dissect it, which you should never do, but no one really did, did we? There's no the 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 level of interest in um, making the effort. At this time of year, I went through it. Not not immediately. I went through it. it, it, it my, There's a lot of a lot of uh, words. A lot of words. A lot of cute words. Wasn't a there? lot of cute buzzwords. Yeah. yeah, they want to be the best a in the comp. A lot of catchalls. A lot of all of that. Yep. Uh, interestingly enough, they were um they gave themselves a pat on the back for how they were after an eight and three scoreline to start the year. Yep. But the back half of the year being a three and eight win scoreline yep. that that meant they needed to do a review. I, I so like that the, made that meant that Brett Ratton had to be sacked, Archie. I like the uh, I like the reference that the football leadership, which yep. ha- which seemed to happen just specifically in that gap between the head of football going into the CEO's role. So <laughs> it was there was a not, some really well thought through themes. <laughs> yes, I thought it was a it was a probably an eight out of ten trash moment. I think two hours early was probably in hindsight the difference. And but- the referencing to there's going to be quote a football lens on cause matches. So this club's got. Spud's game. It's got Maddie's vision. Yep. There's a, a blue ribbon match. There's a pride game. What football lens? How's the football lens on on the cause game? And, and they refer to it as cause games. Yep. How, oh. how are they going to do this? They're going to. Which one are they going to not have a cause for? And then the the social fallout to that, and the all the great oh. things that they built. Yeah. I must admit, I thought 
that that, that part of it. And even I know this will be a minority view because the, the average everyday fan will grab it and say, "Yeah, down, about time we like even throwing the Cairns game away." Like seriously, yeah. like what difference is that going to make? Yeah. You got to be a winner. You got to play anywhere, win anywhere. Football team, if you're going to be, they've convinced themselves by selling that Cairns game, they they lose the game. Yeah, they do. But last year, Hutchie, or this year, they kicked four goals, eighteen in that game. That's why they lost the game of footy, yep. not because they sold it to Cairns. Yep, I thought that was, um, yeah, I was unconvinced by the response. No, me, I was too. To be fair, yeah, you went through it. I, I've just been following it via the, the TV news and sound grabs, and then I, I saw a quick summary demo. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Mitch Cleary. Yep. Stressful job. I would have thought so. Channel 7. I would have thought so. Yeah. Like when he worked for us, he, you know, got an armchair ride. We looked after him. <laughs> like, you know, when he we covered up for his sort of, you know, he, he got brilliant uh, positives. The areas that he needed a little work on at the time, you and I were there to kind of mop up for, after him. Console him. You go into a high, yeah. high. Couldn't get Sean Spicer for us on this show, could he? High energy, highly competitive, combative newsroom. And you're competing not only with nine and ten, but particularly with Tom. Oh, he's competing with Tom only. Yeah. The reason I say in, this in, in his mind, and I, if, I got far beat. And, and they me. don't really talk as much as they like to make out. Far beat for me. My downside is well on the public record, and my my shortcomings. I, I saw the mass eye for he joined a group dinner last Tuesday night, so I got to spend a set of a set time with the said mass eye and the lov- and, and the lovely Kate. Oh, so where were you? We were at a dinner last Tuesday night for Tobin Brothers Funeral, celebrating our okay. Great Australian Live show for six years on 3W, which has just finished. And what was Mitch's connection there? He produced the show in the early days ah, when he was here. Okay. So he, he joined. He's, and, a, and he's an a, alumni. He, and he's a great relationship maintainer and uh, always had a high regard for James, who's the CEO of Tobin and vice versa. Anyway, I say this in, in the spirit it's intended. He's going grey. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to go with this. He spent one year with Tom Brown, <laughs> and the grey flicks have come in <laughs> oh, either side. I, I thought he was going to go down. He, he went stressed. in from like he, he would have had a fifty-year hair run ahead of him, and he sacrificed it <laughs> in a combative newsroom. He's gone grey already to the point where he's having to do the real mow down of the sides in order to keep the grey under control. <laughs> and you know, I, I haven't noticed. Being this. subtle as I am, I addressed it as soon as I saw him. Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's interesting. My hair's itself. always been, you know, so so wonderful. Well, that's interesting in itself. You were talking to him because you didn't talk to him for a good two you years after, that. He, oh, I, I after he left. Re- after he left your operations, you did not talk to him. I have the highest. You actually shunned him, Hutchie. I have the highest. I had, to, I had to console him through this period. Oh, Damo, please. I have the highest regard. I just choose to put my energy into those who are with us. <laughs> Fair enough, too. Yep. <laughs> um, I still see, we, we discussed this last week. Last week it was Hutchie's curse or the curse of Hutchie or whatever it was. The curse, the word curse was used to describe your involvement with the Perth Wildcats and the, 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 the indifferent form that the club has had under your watch. It continued, Hutchie, during the week. I saw it again. I, I keep getting sent screenshots of the West Australian newspaper. Cats fans. They've taken away the family atmosphere. And again, the only photo that I could see in this on this shot was another photo yep. of you in in your red in your red polo. There was a it was a grab from that was based upon a grab from the NBL documentary, which uh, dropped on Friday. And so there was one fan grab about one fan grab. Was it <laughs> was it yep. was it an anonymous account fan grab? No, it was it. Look, everyone's entitled to an opinion. It, it's just. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. 
<laughs> Come on, give, give us some more. Give us some more. You, you took blame for it last week. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> do you reckon this is uh, when they have their meetings at the West Australian? Where, where do you think you appear on their uh, their sports news list order? Damo, it it is absolutely fair and reasonable. It is what it is. It I'm, is what it I, is. Don't sell I it, am. football club official. <laughs> it is what it is. I am. I, I am. If you think that stuff bothers me one inch, I think it does. You met the wrong guy. <laughs> I think it does, DTO. Please. It's pretty relentless, though, isn't it? It's all right. It's it's actually it's um, it's part of the the love of the team and the interest around it, and I reckon that's great. I'd rather much rather have this scenario than have a team that isn't loved and get about. I didn't catch the uh, weekend's results. It's because there weren't any games. Uh, no, that's why I didn't catch it. <laughs> why were there no games? <laughs> when the FIBA window, which is the uh, when the global games, when the, um, Australia played in Kazakhstan, the Boomers. Oh yeah. Played on Friday night, so we have a we're back Thursday night. For those listening, you can watch the game on TV, and we play the Phoenix on Thursday night. Yep. Uh, you were at the cricket last night? I, I was. Yes. How was it? It, it? it came across very, very well on TV. I thought the entertainment product was really good. How good was my man, Ivor? Ivor Davies? Ice House? Oh, yes. How good that? was that? What a uh, – it was a it was a unique mashup where he was with other um, – Indigenous artists. Yeah, and, it was. I thought yeah. it was really cool. It was it, – you wouldn't have thought going in you were going to see Ivor Davies play, but it was really cool. The entertainment product a overall – for that band. I think cricket has always been much more in touch with its cultural side than most. I think it does um, culture and diversity and inclusion pretty well overall, like really well. I think the way we celebrate our women's team has been – the cricket's been behind its women's competition much earlier than most, I think. It's fair, and I yeah. think it does. Well, there were there were 100,000 people at the Women's World Cup yeah. in, in the week before COVID hit it do, and then Australia, the cultural, as in shut down Australia. The cultural and diverse, diverse themes of last night and the celebration of people from all over the world, I thought was tremendous. And then the, the, the music they've got right. Yeah. It's a better, much better music delivery than the Big Bash. It's about between balls and between... Yeah. A, yeah. I've got, I, I, I like that too for T20, but the purists still don't. They, well, they've got it. I thought they had an exceptional tournament on the music. And... <laughs> And the cricket itself. Because you do the music playlist at the Wildcats. You admitted that last week. <laughs> you did. Well, you got criticised for it. You may as well admit it to it. For those, for those who weren't listening last week, I said that I wasn't. We got blamed for it. But we do take note, and you'll find. What was it, the song you changed? You'll find Don't it. stop believing, was it? No. no. What was the song they referred to the, last week? More on that to come in the next couple of days ahead of Thursday night's game in Perth. The oh, we got a new song list. No, don't oh, we? Oh, the actually give us an exclusive for, for the WA paper. To change tack on, g- give us the new song list. Don't know, there won't be a new song list, but we do respect absolutely the love and history of some of the themes of the Wildcats from a music perspective. Uh, so, so back on the cricket though, they, they I, don't, I don't think they could have run that competition much better than they did. Well done, Jeff. Uh, the whole way through. Yeah, Jeff Eldice, who's the ICC CEO, who's from Melbourne originally. Yeah. Joffer, as he's universally known. I used known. to cover Jeff when he's playing cricket. There you go. He's playing district, district cricket. He, he played for Victoria. He played for Victoria. <laughs> Lovely guy. Made one shield hundred, I think. I remember. think he did. He was prolific at district level and, and one of the better people to ever deal with. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know he had that role. It's a big role. Big fan base down there at the university. Be like, it was university. It was tough for you to get through to get the interview with all the fans hanging around the boundary line of the district days. He was big. But he, anyway, he, big. he did a great job, as did his team. I thought it was fantastic and it was... Uh, 
incredibly well-run event last night. Hats off to everyone involved. And the only downside of us to be super critical, yep. I'm not certain these T20 Australia-England games have been timed perfectly. Like Ooh. It's weird to be back into T20 cricket on Thursday, isn't it? Is, is it T20 series or one yeah. day? Yeah, it's T20. T20. Yeah. Um, I'm aware. I'm aware. There's there's games on, but you're right. Coming out of no because, easy way to do it but. because there was, particularly in the final, the the, the semi-finals and the and the the, the latter games, yep. they meant something, yeah, didn't they? they? And, and that's to, the problem with cricket. Too many games don't mean a thing. I think that's entirely fair. They've been able to get things to mean something pretty well in yeah. the World Cup. And the mindset you, you saw what happened. With India, when when they couldn't get their own, that they there was a lot on their minds when they yeah. were batting, and there was a lot on the Pakistanis batsmen's minds. I reckon last night when they batted first, they just wanted to be a bit careful. And again, that's just my observations on it. Well, but, they, but England had the luxury both in the semi and the final of batting second and having the freer mind, knowing what they had to do and, well, and, and about it. And they were disrupted by the weather bureau's forecast. Of course, they, <laughs> they were batting with the pressure of knowing that. It could rain at any time, and it didn't rain, which caused the whole game. And, hey, and when I say for a mind, they still needed the great, and he is all-time great. And, and you, you actually watched him in person in 2019, didn't you? Ben Stokes in that famous was there at that game? New yep. Zealand tied World Cup yep. final. You, you were actually there, weren't you? Best game of cricket I've, I've ever seen. Best sporting day I can ever remember from a yep. drama point of view. It was incredible. And then he did it again last night in a, in a T20 was, World Cup I heard final. Adam Collins on our SEN cricket coverage on the way home say it was his first ever T20 50. What an occasion player. Well, he doesn't play apparently too many times. It's a T20. Yeah. And, and Butler, the captain, wanted him to play. And well, what an occasion. Well, they're not winning the final without him. Yeah, yeah. magnificent. So, and then to go back, remember that famous, um, I think it was Ian Bishop, who remember the name Carlos Braithwaite when he hit him for, I think it was 20 or 19 off that the last over in 2016 T20 final. He was bowling then. Yep. So to be... In those finals, in those moments, to have the first of those moments being a disaster for him, but then to bounce back... It's just a big occasion. ...with the bat. Yeah, you love seeing, like, fight, like, Coley and Stokes. Yeah. They just... They want the moment. They want the occasion. They want the ball in their hands if, if they're bowling, i.e. Stokes, not Coley. And then they want the bat in their hands and the bat, and they want to be there in the moments. It's what sport's all about. It's fantastic. You'd just love to have him on your team, wouldn't you? Whatever would. team that is. Hey, Jane, could you hit the glass jaw music for oh. me, please? Stone Cold's in the house. <laughs> Someone else on the tins bagging us. <laughs> this is not acceptable. Back. Now, I put the asterisk on this in that there may have been a legal reason for it. So if there is, I apologise in advance. You've already had an apology today. We won't have one next week as well. We're just we? rolling out the apologies. <laughs> but the age uh, story a couple of days after the event about IBAC. The Premier repeatedly declined to explain to reporters a statement issued in response to an age story on a corruption probe. This is the transcript of that, their exchange, right? Yep. So good transparent journalism. Read the statement, uh, Andrew says. So this is the transcript. This, so I like that, Damo. Good journalism. Transcript. Make your own mind up. Yep. However, yeah. glass jaw, <laughs> the comments have been blocked. <laughs> so they blocked the ability for anyone to comment on it. So that if you look at the comments box, no go. There's like a good, uh, huge amount of retweets, so, so but no ability to comment. The glass jaw is for the age? The glass jaw is for the age because right. if you aren't willing to hear the feedback of the readers, then you shouldn't offer them the information in the first place. If that was for legal reasons, I again apologise. Why would it be for legal? Oh, maybe 
maybe with a Supreme Court injunction you referred to earlier in the show? That's possible. Yeah. I acknowledge Paul's reporting has been elite on this. Well, you didn't last week. You so my, my, uh, my glass jaw's not aimed at Paul. It's aimed at the newspaper, unless it's legal. Is that, is that what, so you've got the caveat. Has that you've got happened? the glass jaw caveat. Do, have you known of that to happen, that news outlets need to block the comments now on... Oh, Absolutely. No, like need to, or I know that sometimes they've chosen to. Is it a? Oh, there, there would. Well, could, there, could that be a? Well, there, there would have to be. Well, think can of it the, be, can well, be legally. Th- think of the Brittany Higgins issue, which is still at an issue when it comes to reporting around it. Um, they, they would have had to have turned off comments then. I would. I would have thought. I mean, that's just one that comes to mind. Out of that issue, yes. I mean, the, the whole injunction. Through the through the court systems would would preclude the possibility of that. You think? Okay. Well, you know, I stand correct. I'll reverse the glass jaw if I need to. <laughs> I'll put, I'll bring the uh, I'll bring the glass repair business company in and I'll un, un, unpick it. <laughs> where's I'll the put it back um, together? Where, where's the age in the political party spectrum? They're, they're going pretty hard too, aren't they? They're yeah. going pretty hard on Dan too, aren't they? They are. Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting time in Victorian politics, isn't it? Like mm. it's. It's Dan has reached a point where the media haven't been able to have the the effect on him, and so he's doubling down on his on everything on everything, and on then control. that's empowering. Yeah, yeah, they're like the teals, aren't they? The age are they? <laughs> Take us through that, Hutchie. <laughs> Just give us a, oh, an explanation. I'm only it. having a bit of a laugh. It's a long. It's a late in the year, Dan. I'm having a bit of fun today. Let's head to question of the week. <laughs> On the sounding board, it's our question of the week for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to Drinkwise. There's a couple attacking me, Hutchie. You might want to get to them later oh, on. No, there's one attacking now, there's, me, but we can yeah. get to what Josh Prentice on email first. Dear Jane, Hutchie and Damo, brackets in order of musical talent. And that's uh, that's the right order. Yep. I have a question about AFLW. How have you viewed the move to the new slot beginning in August slash September? I know Hutchie advocated the move, but my feeling is that the AFLW season has been last among the AFL finals slash trade period, T20 World Cup and spring racing carnivals. As an avid podcast listener, I was interested to hear the comments of Kath Lochnan and Jay Clark on Dead Set Legends who claimed that the season has been overshadowed. Similarly, Jared Waitley's program has reflected in the current sporting appetite with AFLW playing a minor role. Is this a one-off occurrence or are there bigger issues at play? Many thanks for all the great work this year. Best regards from Sweden, Josh. First of all, Josh, Sweden. hats off if you're staying across Waitley, Kath Lockton and Jay Clark and the tone of coverage from Sweden. That's an almighty, it's good an effort. almighty effort. It's an interesting question. It is a good question. You know, well, you go first, I'll, I'll go last. Well, again, the, T- the T20 World Cup, again, that wasn't in my thoughts when, when I embraced this, this free space, this air time that AFLW had by way of design when it wanted to start the season – after round 23 of the men's season in that uh, weekend off to, to give it a kick along and then to have its own time out of the men's finals and then obviously with a run into a late November, very early December grand final. I wasn't aware when they introduced that time frame to the system that there was a international T20 event on in this country at that time. And, and I think that has taken a lot of focus away. So that, that these, won't be there next year. With these things, Josh, when you make change... You can't take a short-term view of its success or failure. You need to play a long game on it. And this will be a five- to seven-year exercise, I would think, in yep. changing of the time frame. Personally, I'm a massive fan of the time frame change. 
gives it momentum into the front of the season. It gives September coverage to the AFLW. And I thought the AFLW got good airtime during September. It did. I thought it worked pretty well during there. Now, clearly, its airtime has been a little more challenged due to World Cup cricket, which is a one-off, and a World Cup football to come, which is a one-off. And there's some things that are still being recorrected a little bit on the back of the pandemic and COVID. Over time, I think this is the absolute right time to be playing the the, uh, the season, yep. and it will work, and people will get used to it. Do, do you know that there is a commitment to, to absolutely lock this in effectively forever? I don't, I don't know of that. No, but I'd be surprised if they went back now. Yeah, you've got to build things, and things take time. Mm. And anytime we do anything near this, Cynics, when I pushed Magic around at you for the last three years, you were like. So this, we're not NRL, Hutchie. This won't work, and rah, rah, rah. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get to Adelaide. I bet you I, I arrive on the is, Thursday. Is that what I said? I'll arrive on the Thursday next year for the round, and there you'll be there at midday at the press conference. Yeah, pretty good weekend this. Well done, the AFL. And oh, is that what I'll be? Will so I? Is that what I'll be? <laughs> <laughs> There's three, only three types of people in the world, Damo. Yep. People that make things happen, people that watch things and happen. People that say, what happened? And people say, bloody hell, what happened? <laughs> And where, where are you? Which well, one know, are you in, I you? know you're not number one, put it that way. Where, which one are you? You're in, somewhere between two and three. Where, where do you, when you put your head in the pillow, where do you think you are? You're, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Josh's uh, question of the week for Drinkwise. If you, you won't miss the chance to ask us the tough questions on the sounding board if you drink wise. Hutchie, you do have to scoot, don't you? Yep, let's wrap it up. You got a plane to catch? I do. Holiday or business? Mix. Bit of both. Yeah, no, business. If I can say so, you, you're probably worthy of a bit of a break. Um, if, if you can I won't at one, all get some form of time, I reckon you probably no may want to have a little break. This has been the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to hold the government accountable, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board podcast with Hutchie and Damo. Tune in for questions tomorrow and to send a question to the boys, email thesoundingboard at sen.com.au, follow the show on Twitter at Sounding Board EP and like the Facebook page. It's all thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise.